Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of The Crowded Booth. Today, we're talking about the SEC releasing the new schedules for 2024. It's going to probably be a one-year-off only, eight conference games. Ralph and I are going to take a look at that, the winners and losers, and then talking about where the conference is going. We've seen some comments on social media talking about how is it ruining college football or not. Talking about that and more on today's episode of The Crowded Booth. How in here and make yourself feel at home. Coming on the crowded booth with Bryce Coon. And we welcome in here on a recording on a Friday. I think this will come out Friday, probably Saturday. We'll see uh, the turnaround time getting this one up. But Ralph, good to see you. Good to uh, have you on the show. Good to get back doing the show. And what a better time to do it. Then the SEC schedule coming into play, obviously, 2024. Uh, eight conference games, we kind of talked about that. Um, you know, you and I just talked about how maybe they're going to go to nine next year, but we know for this year, or mm-hmm. the year's or being decided, 2024 year. is going to be eight games, which I want to start it off by saying this. We're going to take a look at the schedule here in a second, but I want to I want to start off by saying this. I don't hate the fact that they're playing eight games. Like, the eight to nine game argument is a fun one. It's an interesting one to have when you, especially when you talk about the expanded playoff. But I think before we do and get into the schedule and the winners and losers, I do think the SEC did a great job of quieting some of the uh, the groans from around the rest of the country when it comes to playing in only an eight game schedule. It's pretty evenly matched up. Uh, we're going to talk about why Oklahoma fans just need to calm down for a little bit. Of course, Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt. I mean, that's just the that's just what it is over there. But in all in all, the biggest the biggest thing that calms it down for me is Georgia playing Alabama in the regular season. I mean, you're going to have two teams that are going to be probably number one and number two, or at least in the top five, both of those teams in 2024, playing each other in the regular season. And I think that's what the rest of the country wants to see, the strength of schedule, especially on the Georgia side of things, having to play some teams out there in the West, and they do that. And so I think that you know they're going to go to Texas as well, but having that matchup really makes a big difference. Uh, let, let's pull that up. Ralph's got the graphic right there. Uh, fantastic graphic we found over here on Twitter. The 2024 SEC Football Conference Opponents Reveal. Ralph, I'll hand it off to you first here. Uh, there's a lot to dissect. There's a lot to talk about in this one. Who just, from a glance, the big winner, who, who's a winner of this schedule to you? I mean, honestly, I think it's Texas A&M at first. Um, you get your kind of your really your tough teams at home. You're getting LSU, you're getting Ar- you're getting Arkansas and Texas all at home. You go on the road to Auburn. That's always a dangerous environment to play, no matter what it is. Mississippi State's coming off some of their best time in the past two years, really. Kind of going through a transition right now. Lost their coach last year. It was a rough mm-hmm. inning for him. And then having you go on the road to Florida, we don't know what Florida's going to be. We really don't know yet. South Carolina, they're scary. But yeah. by, the, by the time they play them, Rattler's gone. They'll be transitioning a new quarterback in. So you might get them in an off year. So A&M really kind of, me, to me, wins this battle. Because honestly, you're not going to play Arkansas at home. You're playing on a neutral site. So you're not yeah. playing, you know, only anyone really hard at, on the road. You have Auburn, but Auburn's also transitioning a new coach this year into the next year. So – you're catching Auburn in a weird time too. So really, A and M wins the schedule release because you're not playing. You're not playing Alabama again. You're not playing Georgia. 
You're not playing the guys who are just pounding you probably the last two years. So they walk out of this like heads held high, like, hey, we're, we're, we're winning this one. We're not having to get thumped by Bama again. This is not going to be, you know, what we've been doing the past few years when we win one maybe. And then the next year they come in and just destroy us. So they win this one to me, honestly. Uh, you can say some other things or other teams are playing like, you know, well, they don't have to play so-and-so on the road. Well, I mean, it's the SEC. No matter who you play on the road, it's still a tough environment. Yeah. Yeah, I like what you say there with A&M. I'm going to stay in what is formerly known as the Western Division, as we know. No yeah. more divisions starting in 2024. And, Ralph, this is a big reason why I think that this team is a winner. Um, I posted a clip on my Twitter of this, so it's the team that I'm covering now. I do think they're a winner in LSU in the sense of, look, you're playing your arguably your two hardest games at home. Uh, Alabama, and you could really flip-flop between Ole Miss and Oklahoma. Now, this is what I want to say about this. I think the road for Oklahoma, and we're going to talk about them in a second, so I don't want to just quick little seven words here. Ralph's going to count me out, but it's not going to be seven. I've never said anything in seven words or less, but I've already just said 14 words right now. Oklahoma has a long way to go under Venables. Oh, yeah, six. Six or seven, yeah. But but So they've got a long way to go. We're going to get that in a second. If you're LSU, when you're moving away from divisions – you're already a winner in the sense of the Alabama game isn't a de facto SEC West title game anymore. You right. still can reach it. You could play Alabama in the, in the title game. You could have two West opponents, two East opponents, as we formerly know it. I, I like that for LSU because now that roadblock of that game in November, while it's fun, and we're going to talk about this towards the end of the show, it, it creates a lot of some of the best moments, including last season, but some of the best moments we've seen in the past decade between those two programs. Uh, they still have a chance to get there. So I like that in a sense. I also want us to take the vantage point, and you went to it there, and you kind of said, we don't know what some of these teams are going to be. When you talk about, look, you can't project based off of last year. We are far enough away from last year, and with the introduction of the transfer portal, teams can turn over their roster so quickly. Uh, You and I were talking about Alabama. I mean, like, it's a completely different team uh, than last season from going from 2022 to 2023. So for LSU, I mean, look, you know Alabama's going to be good. Uh, Ole Miss, this is where I sit with them. I think that Ole Miss is going to be a team that Lane Kiffin's going to have talent there. How are they gelling? That's going to be the biggest question because he's shown he loves to go to the transfer portal. Uh, Depends on obviously what time of the year you're playing them as well. Are they playing them later on the season when the offense is clicking? Or early on when they're trying to uh, do that and find their their connection together? Uh, Also, LSU fans would love to see Walker Howard suit up so they could take some shots at him, uh, the former <laughs> Tiger quarterback now transferred uh, over to Oxford. Uh, you get Vanderbilt. Look, any time – it's not to pick on Vanderbilt. They're just, just a product and of, of what it is. That's a win. Uh, Oklahoma, like I said, we're going to go in more in-depth than them. They're, my, I think, both of our biggest loser in this entire thing. It's a product of what they are. They've got a long way to go. So you really don't know what – out of those home games, you know for sure that Alabama's going to be good. Ole Miss is probably in that second tier. Now, you go on the road, Ralph. None of the environments, and it's a product of where LSU plays, should mm-hmm. be overly daunting for this Tiger team in Brian Kelly's third year. It also A&M, depends on when you play. Exactly, exactly. You could have a 12 o'clock kickoff against A&M. Way different than an 8 o'clock kickoff. Exactly. Exactly. So you go to t- College Station. Obviously, uh, College Station's weird. Um, they have the male cheerleaders. It, it throws me off a little bit. But, uh, you know, you go to Arkansas, uh, no more K.J. Jefferson there. So who are, you know, what, what's it going to look like for them in 2024? Uh, you go to Florida. Ralph, Florida's a big question mark. And, and I said this 
um, on our you know LSU uh, show at twenty four seven Sports. I said. When we were growing up, Florida's brand and going down to play in the swamp was scary. Tebow, Look. Harvin, all these guys, uh, you know, that they had. It was scary. I don't think – while it's still a great atmosphere, I think other SEC stadiums have surpassed it due to the lack of consistent success for Florida. So oh, it's yeah. not as scary going there. And then to kind of round it out, uh, South Carolina, which, look, they're not going to have Spencer Rattler. So does Shane Beamer have another guy under you know the, his belt? I haven't looked at the latest recruiting with them at the quarterback position. I think they've got some guys committed. But what will it look like? Uh, I love Shane Beamer. I think he's a fantastic coach. But what I'm saying is going to College Station, going to Arkansas, going to Florida, going to South Carolina, none of those are like – Ooh, we don't have a shot winning this game. You know what I mean? The, right. Unless something drastic changes. It's kind of too far out to project, but obviously you went with A&M. I go with LSU in this sense. And uh, it allows us, Ralph, uh, what it really allows us to do is it allows us to uh, kind of take a break and, and think about this. Cook's Place began serving our signature hot dogs in 1985 from a cart on Broadway. We still serve the best hot dogs and scrambled dogs in town at the corner of Moon and Miller Road and at the landings. Our friendly staff won't let you leave hungry. Come in and eat to the beat with our 50s jukebox. Cook's Place, fast service, great people, awesome food. What are you waiting for? Back here on the Crowded Booth talking the SEC schedule. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, let us know how you love us. Trying to get to 2K subs uh, before the start of the season, Ralph. I think we're like at 1730 right now, so we need 270 more subscribers to get to 2,000 uh, before we hit college football season, which is going to be a ton of fun, more content. Ralph, mm-hmm. you like the background? You like the backdrop? I do. I, do. I like I yours, too. This is our, this is our first uh, recording since you've moved. Since I've moved, moved down to uh, to Baton Rouge for a new job, but we're keeping the crowded booth rocking and rolling. If you are in Columbus, make sure you check out Cook's Place, the best scramble dog in town. Ralph, we talked winners. Let's talk losers now. Um, should we just both go ahead and start talking about this? I mean, well, Oklahoma. I mean, we can both is, say I think uh, everyone knows it's Oklahoma. We could probably throw in someone else. We also like an honorable mention, maybe who the second loser is, but Oklahoma. Well, obviously I want to say this Vanderbilt to me is the real loser, but it's just because who they are, who they are, but I'll tell you who's not a loser. And that's Vanderbilt fans. Get your tickets. Now you're going to get the chance to see Tennessee, Alabama, Texas, LSU. Uh, you could go to LSU obviously, but your home slate is amazing. Like you get yeah. to see some really fun games. Anyways, continue well, with I mean, uh, what you're saying. About them, really, but you can see some pretty cool people play. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma obviously is the main loser. You could say, um, you know, some like Auburn fans are kind of have to say you got to go to Auburn, you got to go to Bama and Georgia, and then you get you know Kentucky thrown in there, which is never really fun because Kentucky is always kind of a weird game for Auburn when they play them on the road. I feel like Auburn plays in Kentucky every time on the road. I don't remember last time Kentucky's come to Auburn, honestly, in the past yeah. ten years. But I mean, I'm probably wrong about that. I don't remember, but. You know, you also get to play, you know, Oklahoma, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, and A&M at home. So you're kind of feeling good about those home games. But going to Bama and Georgia in the same year is just never fun. I mean, that's just – and it's probably going to be like Georgia, like third or fourth game of the year, and Bama at the end of the game, last game of the season. So you're, you're getting beat up between those games. So that's probably what my honorable mention, just Auburn thrown in there. But Oklahoma, main loser, you really don't want to go to LSU – Auburn and Ole Miss in any time of any any year, but that's Gosh. that's the West. So you were saying a minute yeah. ago, this is what Alabama, this is what A and M, this is what Mississippi, Mississippi State's been doing. 
This is what Arkansas has been doing year in, year out for the last 20 years, feels like. Maybe longer, actually, not as long, but yeah, 20 years. Yeah. So this is what this is what they're used to. This is a normal year for SEC, SEC West teams. This is what you wanted. You wanted the SEC. You're getting it. Sorry you're not happy about it. Texas is sitting there like kind of laughing at them because they're not having to play everyone on the road. But they will eventually. I mean, you're not going to get – you're not facing the same teams every year. You're going to play someone different every year. This is how football works. But you want to be in the SEC, you're getting the SEC. So you can suck it up, get beat up for a year, and then play next year and then hope for the year after that and make a good run and compete. Or you can roll over and just take it. I mean, this is what's going to happen. Welcome to the SEC, though, honestly. I I think, too, Ralph, with Oklahoma, this is what I was – kind of alluding to and wanted to go more in depth in this. And we can talk about, you know, who has more instant success, but I think this kind of goes into this. Uh, for me with Oklahoma, like, I think Brent Venables is a good coach. And they recruited well uh, last season. They've got to find some talent and some solid footing, though, this year. Like, this year is important for them to be good in the Big 12 and be able to translate some type of positivity and not still trying to find themselves under Venables in year one of the SEC. It'll be his third year. Like that, that to me is scary if I'm a Sooner fan. If we don't have success this season, it's going to be kind of concerning. And so I say that to kind of allude to the fact of, look, you mentioned it. This is is not an easy schedule. Going on the road to Baton Rouge, going to Auburn. I mean, that's – I will say this about Auburn too. I imagine Auburn's going to be a much better football team under Hugh Freeze – uh, the start of 2024 than they are here on June 15th or whatever today is, the 16th, oh, yeah. I believe it is. I mean, so I think that that's going to be even a harder game. Like, it's going to be hard no matter what to go play down at Auburn, but when you add the fact that they're a better team and maybe they got some confidence, uh, obviously, you know, he's going to – if they do well this year, and we can do a show on this, I think recruiting is going to blow up for Auburn. They're doing really well with it right now. Uh, but obviously, Oklahoma, you got to go to Missouri, which, look – they're not bad. Like, Missouri is not bad. Ask Georgia. Uh, ask, ask Georgia last year, going and playing there. Uh, then you have to obviously host Texas. Um, I will say I hate oh, that that game is in – I hate that game's in, in uh, Jerry's world. I, I don't like that. It's I not, like the, It's in the Cotton Bowl, I thought. No, it's in Dallas. It's in. They're moving oh. it to the Cowboys Stadium. absolutely hate that. You host Alabama. You host Tennessee. You host South Carolina. Like, that's – that that is that's not fun, um, not fun at all. So we have Oklahoma as kind of a biggest loser. You mentioned um, Auburn as an honorable mention, Vanderbilt as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a whole, Ralph, my big takeaway is I really like what the SEC did because I think they did the best job possible. And right. look, it's going to be baptism by fire for Oklahoma. You know, Texas has to host Georgia. Um, they've got to host uh, Kentucky, Mississippi State. Like they've got to host Florida. We don't know what they're going to be. They got to go obviously to A and M. Um, but I want you to pick one game, okay? If I gave you the crowded booth credit card and I said, Ralph, you can book yourself a flight, you can book yourself a hotel, and, and, you, get a, and you get a ticket, what game are you going to in the SEC uh, in 2024? SEC-only schedule. What, where, where are you going? Well, they're not playing, so I can't choose the one I really want to choose. But um, I, I guess – I, I guess Alabama Oklahoma. I just want to see mm. what it would look like. But I mean, the, the, my pure choice, honestly, I want Alabama Texas in twenty twenty four. You know why? Because Arch Manning will probably be the starting quarterback by then. Yeah, 
And that'd no, be his right. first, probably his first SEC game. Yeah. Game football, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be wild. I'll, I'll tell you this: the, the one that I pick, if I had free free reign here, I'm going to any LSU game. You get free reign, probably. Well, that's why I'm not picking an LSU game. I'm picking a different one, and I'm going to College Station uh-huh. for Texas Texas A&M. Because that used to be a great rivalry when those two teams in the Big 12, and I think those fan bases still hate each other. And it's been like that. Uh, Ralph, you know, your your mom cooks. When the pot is just kind of simmering, it's not boiling, and it just simmers for a long time. I feel like that has been simmering since 2012 when A&M joined the SEC, and it's going to boil over in 2024. So I, I think that's going to be a really fun game to be at. I would love to be there because, uh, you know, no matter the records of those two teams – uh, that's going to be one that everyone wants to intend. Ralph, was that thunder? No, that would be a car starting outside my apartment. Apologies. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to say one, and then I, I just thought about it, and I just realized they were playing each other. It's Tennessee and Oklahoma. If Remember when they if played a couple, thinking, like a couple years back? They played a couple years ago. I think Baker was there, the quarterback for Oklahoma at the time. Yeah. Tennessee was off their game. They weren't really the Tennessee they are now. They were, I think they were still in their prove it at the time. And Tennessee played a good game against them at home. But they weren't nearly as good as they are now. And Oklahoma, I think, taught a lot of crap after that game. And, you know, walked out of there. I believe Oklahoma won that game. I could be wrong. If I'm I think wrong, they did, I'm yeah. But, you know, that's a game like Tennessee's probably like, they probably got circled just a tad bit, a little light circle. I'm like, okay, this is our rematch. This is a chance we get to finally show you what SEC football looks like because we're here now. We're, we're 100 times better than we were that year. So, yeah, they get to go out to Norman too, which is going right. to be fun. Anytime you beat a rival on the road and your first time playing them in the SEC, like I tell you right now, if Oklahoma gets beat by Missouri, like at, at, at Missouri, Missouri's just, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be lit there. I mean, it truly it is. is. And, and anytime you go to a rival, your new conference team's uh, home field and you beat them at home, like you're like this. This is what like here you get used to it. This is what it's going to be like for the next five or six years for you. So, I mean. Any of these road games for for or any of the home games for Texas and Oklahoma this year that's not against each other are going to be fun to watch because you get to see the fan base try to outmatch what SEC fans have been doing for years because you, you yeah. got to be louder. This is not Big Twelve. This is not Kansas coming to you. Mm-hmm. This is Alabama. This is this is not uh, Iowa State. No, this is this is this is uh, Tennessee or this is Auburn, Georgia. It's, you got to step up your game here. This is no longer the Big Twelve. So, yeah. any all those home games in twenty twenty four are going to be much much watch TV. I mean, I really want to see that. That Oklahoma Alabama game's got to be prime time seven thirty kickoff. Please don't do don't do. Oh, that. it's it's going to be it's got to be twelve uh, especially off. especially Thank with ESPN schedule. Kickoff for Fox Sports. I don't watch the SEC play at twelve o'clock with Big Twelve anymore. I, I'm tired of it. Fire Fox Sports for letting that happen. That's the worst thing they could ever do. I don't have to watch Texas play at 12 o'clock anymore. Thank God. I believe, Ralph, that uh, it's going to be a night game this year because the SEC is hosting. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think it, this year, I'm talking about like yeah. this past year when Texas and Alabama kicked off, I couldn't watch the game because I was working all day. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, well, look, I, I love it. I, I love the fact that they did this. And obviously, we know this could just be a one year deal uh, if they move to nine games. That's another topic yeah. for another day, yeah. though, <laughs> um, as well. We'll have to wait a whole other show for that. Ralph, as we kind of. Uh, Looked at the schedule. We gave our winners and losers. Um, we saw a comment, and if you've got the screenshot, can you send it to me? And I'll, I'll see if we can put it up on there. 
of the um, the Facebook post from our friend Andrew Carraway. All right, so we got the clip, the the quote pulled up here from Andrew Carraway, good friend, uh, works over at Callaway High School in Lagrange, and or outside of Lagrange, wherever it is. I'm, I'm apologize if I'm butchering this. Um, but, Ralph, I mean, you see right here, Andrew says, I hate what has happened to the SEC in college football. In general, the regionality of the sport is what made some of these big non-conference games so special. Now, the regular season has been devalued by a 12-team playoff that wasn't needed. Conference realignment makes zero sense. It's nothing more than a glorified cash grab for TV money. I am just disappointed in Greg Sankey and the SEC for what they've done. Uh, let's break this down because I don't mm-hmm. want to spend too long on this because it could be an entire podcast episode on what we think has kind of happened. But this is... To me, okay, this this is where I sit on this. I don't like the expansion of the playoff. I, I you and I were texting about it this morning when you sent me the the, the um, picture, the screenshot. I think it does devalue regular season games, and here's my take on it: the what we were talking about earlier, the LSU Alabama game. Every single year has has been like a knockout punch for one team for postseason play. It, right. it every single year has been, and while you could say that college football is really fun when you have teams playing in the playoffs and stuff like that. It might just be personal approach. I love the regular season. Like I love the primetime games on Saturdays. Uh, you know, usually uh, that SC, that uh, LSU games like the 330 CBS game, or maybe sometimes they move it down to a slot for an 8 p.m. CBS kickoff or a 7 p.m. Whatever you want to do with this ESPN kickoff. If you, with the expansion of this playoff, so that we're going to talk about the playoff and then we'll talk about conference realignment, the expansion of the playoff has now made that game, it still means a lot for bragging rights for fans. And Ralph, you and I are still going to watch it. Like, I'm not going to oh, yeah. act like I'm not going to watch it. I mean, I'll <laughs> have to watch it. But what I'm saying is I get to watch it, I should say, not have to. But You'll probably be there, too. Yeah, so <laughs> the thing is, is that it won't be a knockout punch. So right. you'll be watching it, and let's just say, I mean, those games have let's, – let's act like this was 2022. When Mason Taylor catches that pass in, in the corner of the end zone, go for two, LSU wins, the fans would probably still rush the field. But, Ralph, right. what was the conversation the very next week? Does LSU have an outside shot at making the playoff? And realistically, if they would have not lost to A&M and they had to beat Georgia, you could make right. an argument they should have made the playoff as a two-team SEC title. You're not now. Look, you're still going to have them in the playoff, but it's not that you don't get those dire, um, consequential games in the regular season due to expanding it. Right. And so, want to get your thoughts on that real quick, and then I'll move on to the conference realignment. But you, I mean, you and I were kind of talking back and forth about this. I, I love the regular season. I don't mm-hmm. want this to see. I don't want this sport to become something that I don't recognize and that I see in like college basketball. College basketball is is and and this might be an unpopular take, but I think that our audience will agree. College basketball is what it is because of the postseason, because right. of March Madness. Mm-hmm. College football is what it is because we grew up watching college game day during the regular season. You play those games for a chance to go to the title. You don't just fast forward from September to November. And just see, okay, what happens after Thanksgiving? But that's what they're trying to push this, and it is a money grab, right? And there's also no, there's no, you know, tie-ins. If you win your conference tournament, you know, you're not automatically in the playoffs like you are in basketball because you can go out and win the outright tournament or the outright championship in the regular season and lose your title champion, your your tournament, your tournament championship for your conference, and still make the tournament. Yeah. 
Now, this is now the when it comes to football, you can go out and lose two or three games, but you have probably the SEC is going to beat each other up. It's, it's there's not going to be no undefeated team. Anymore. I believe. Yeah, and it would be have to be one of the greatest. We'd have, we'd be talking about one of the greatest teams of all time I mean, if somebody goes exactly. undefeated. Right, and I, and I think you can go back to 2019 LSU. They probably could beat yeah. anybody in this conference. Um, it is, and all I want to say this also, we're not knocking on what Andrew posted. This is honestly, I'm glad someone said it because yeah. it's true. A lot of this is very true what he said. Um, but when you when you talk about regular season games, it, it does take out the importance of it really. Because it's, it, it stinks. Because now you're thinking like, okay, well, you know, oh, Georgia LSU play this weekend. Like, if Georgia beats LSU and LSU ends up winning out, they'll meet each other in the in in conference championship game. Well, we're not going to see that now because you know Alabama may win, you know, all but one game, but they beat the LSU again. So Alabama's in the championship game now, and we don't get to see Georgia LSU again with, with, on a, at a neutral site now. Mm-hmm. So, and, that, and that's what comes into play now. Well, that team could have beat somebody on a neutral site. Well, we have a chance to see, you know, say like Georgia, Tennessee. If Tennessee somehow beat Georgia last year, I'm just saying somehow. Yeah. And then they played at home. Or like, how about, let's change it again. Alabama, Alabama, Tennessee last year. Tennessee beats Alabama at home. If you go back to last year's Tennessee versus Alabama game, Tennessee's at home. They're playing, you know, Alabama at home. They're playing, but if they're playing in Bryant Denny last year, I think it's a whole different game. But we don't know what it would be like in a neutral site game. Mm-hmm. So you lose if if Tennessee goes and loses one game, and Alabama's lost you know one game at Tennessee, and they're both the top two teams in the SEC, and then somehow you know you see Auburn somehow upsets Alabama. Now we don't get to see that those two teams play on neutral site like we want to. Yeah. So you kind of ruin the SEC, like you said that you kind of ruin that because there's like I said there's no there's not gonna be an undefeated team. You're not gonna have that under that, that number one like Georgia has been in the past where. They just dominated the SEC East. Like, yeah. Honestly, they have. Yeah. So you don't have that anymore. So you're not having that. Okay, Georgia's going to walk through the SEC East, being in Atlanta, no matter who that comes out of the West. They'll, they'll probably play whoever comes out of the West. We don't have that anymore, which is, I mean, I kind of like that, though. I'd rather see two different teams, two of the best teams in the SEC play each other in a conference championship game than two of the, I mean, t- the best team in the SEC West versus the best team in the SEC East because. The West and East are. I mean, I, I, we've always said it. The West is always better. Mm-hmm. Well, perfect example of that is 2019. You alluded to the LSU team. That LSU Alabama game should. Those were the two best teams of the SEC that year. Oh, one, LSU yeah. beat Georgia in the SEC title game, but that LSU Alabama game was was amazing. I mean, uh, it's, but, it's one of the greatest games I've ever been played in the past ten years. Honestly. Oh, it's it's game of the century. I mean, how many times have we talk about LSU Alabama being game of the century? It feels like. So <laughs> I, I just think I don't like the fact that it devalue. It does devalue the regular season. And I'll say this about the playoff, and, and we'll wrap it up here because we've, we've gone uh, too long here. Well, we had to edit, so that's fine. <laughs> um, you know, the playoff going to 12 teams is a direct result of conference expansion. And so Oklahoma and Texas is which is what we talked about today, entering. I don't have an issue, Ralph. Like, I'm going to watch the games. You know, I, and we talk. I'm excited to see like Georgia go play Texas, and I'm excited to see Oklahoma come to LSU and and Alabama to go to Oklahoma. Like, those are going to be fun. The regionality of this sport, though, is what a lot of people grew up on, and I respect right. that, and I love that. Like, I grew up in the SEC, so like mm-hmm. that's that's the conference, and I do believe that it is the best conference. Other people who grew up in you know Big Wisconsin, Ten. they're in Big Ten country in Iowa. You know that. That's what makes this sport special. Now, I will say this. 
it makes to say it doesn't necessarily maybe make sense. Um, well, I mean, it does make sense because this is a money grab. They're it saying, is. you want to expand these playoffs? We are going to load it up to where we're going to take the automatic conference bid. So the SEC champion will get that automatic bid. And then the buy, the, the, um, well, the, they'll get the buy. The at-large spots, like we're going to do our best. We're, we're going to do our best to fill every single one that we can. And right. that's a legitimate argument. Like how many times have people in the SEC had the conversation, the arguments back and forth on chat rooms, message boards, social media, well, that 9-3 and three Auburn team – they would have destroyed an 11-1 Penn State team. Or that 9-3, and three, or that 10-2 and two Ole Miss team, man, if they if they had had the chance to play TCU, oh, they'd have, you know, st- stuff like these conversations that we've had for so long, we are going to get to see. The bottom line is it's a cash grab, it's a money grab, it's a chance for the big media to do this, and I do believe the Big Ten and the SEC eventually will pull away from everything. I think that mega conferences uh, will come. But – you know, it's far into the future. As for this, 2024 SEC schedules have dropped. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm excited to see this. I'm not going to lie and tell you. It's two things. I don't love the expanded playoff. I don't mind Oklahoma and Texas being in the SEC. Like, it it doesn't bother me. Um, And I'll tell you this, too. If your argument is college football expansion helps little guys, they do not care about you. They that is that is a complete bold faced lie. They are telling you right to your face. Uh, they do not care about the ACC. They do not care about the Big Twelve. They don't care about the Pac twelve. They don't care about the American they, Sun Belt. They don't care about any of that. They're throwing you a bone to make you feel good while they get ready to uh, do just that. And Ralph's Troy Trojan's going to make a push for that. Uh, see, but, but see, Ralph, it's going to be. Co- I will say this, and, yeah. and we'll end you, it. Here. You can say I know what you're going to say. All right, I think I do. If Troy is the highest. Group of five ranked champion, okay, right. in 2024. Let's just say that. It It's going to be cool to have them in the playoffs. It's going to be but cool to watch is, them play at a cool bowl game and then get absolutely dethroned by somebody and be fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, that's all but it's say. like what? But to me, it's like, what's the point of that? Oh, that's my that's my that's my argument. But we gotta do we we gotta end this show. Yeah. We gotta get out of here. We're gonna keep talking about it next week though. College football expansion, and the next show we have coming up that Ralph doesn't know about, but we are going to be doing is uh, Texas A and M. I really want to take a look at the Aggies. They hired Bobby Petrino. This year is a make or break year uh, for Jimbo Fisher. No question about it. That I think it's a seventy eight seventy five million dollar buyout. It dropped down to this year after being over a hundred. Uh, they're going to have to win this year, and uh, can they do it? And if not, what does the future of the Aggie program look like? We'll talk about that and more. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to the YouTube. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find us, make sure to like us over there. We'll talk to you next time here on The Crowded Booth. Pile in here and make yourself feel at home. The Crowded Booth is coming on. Crowded Booth with Bryce Coons.